Welcome to the Apology Podcast. For all things DeFi, crypto, and DGen related, we got you covered. Apology Podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by those on the show are their own. The podcast and its participants do not give financial advice, and nothing in the show should be considered as such. We strongly recommend listeners do their own research. Hi, everyone. This is Patrick with Apology. I'm here with my co-host, Key. It is Tuesday, August 31st, and let's get into it. What's up, Key? Yeah, how's it going, Patrick? Uh, just grinding. Like, Yeah, same, same. Trying to get some sleep here and there. Yeah. Um, okay, so when we left off last week, it's been what, like... Um, six days now since like we basically were signing off on the last episode at the launch of uh frost finance on avax on avalanche and their uh frost farm with the tundra token um i think when we signed off had it had total value locked crossed five million at that point i think it was no okay I think it was a little bit over two. Uh, I don't remember exactly. I just remember seeing later that night at some point. Uh, well, it got up. I think when I went to bed, it was at like 20 something. And like, I think in the podcast, you had maybe said 50 million. And I thought that was kind of ridiculous, but it got there, right? You're right about that. One. Yeah, they got there and even went much higher i think 65 ish i want to say like 65 to 70 is where maybe i saw him peak out but yeah i think after after first 24 hours and yeah yeah, i i i looked into it i made a i made a chart so uh among all the yield farming not talking about yield aggregators right yield aggregators they're kind of cheating to get their tvl but among all the kind of yield farming and AMM, um, they are the fourth biggest TVL on AVAX after day one or day two. So that was pretty big accomplishment for sure. And the market cap got to like a shy under, like it never crossed 10 million, but it got really close, right? It got, uh, I think um seven million i i couldn't remember uh, i think exactly. it was higher than that it was higher like than eight that? or okay. nine oh, okay I think it was okay. eight or nine yeah i think i thought i thought they could have crossed 10 million market cap but yeah seems unlikely now so i i did one out of two i guess <laughs> yeah but yeah you were pretty close like the i mean it got close enough to sort of you know, uh, budget and say, yeah, it hit 10 million. If you round up a whole lot. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. And then like, it's still, you know, like five days it's, you know, 
it's a layer farm, but it's still a degen farm. And it's like, I think I saw earlier today, it had 34 million still in it and like a market cap of two. So, you know, it's alive and kicking. It yeah. did, you know, it did well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, like if you, like I, I saw people out there try to credit, uh, try to questioning their, their price action right now, but come on, like you're in yield farming this is not our first yield, yield, yield farm. Yeah. Like it's, it's bound to happen, right? Even like we're so bullish, like we are really positive on Tundra when we did the last episode. We both said, you know, the price will probably pump after the launch, and which it yeah. did. But we also said, you know, we also was trying to predict when the price will hit 400 because we both know, um, yeah. you know, this is, bound to happen for sure right so i don't know what some of the people are expecting um right like if you're expecting this thing to keep going up or stay at the four thousand dollar uh five thousand dollar uh price point it's just but the tokenomics said yeah the tokenomics said that that wasn't really an option right like um you know like they minted 200 at the beginning. That's a relatively small number, especially mm-hmm. given the amount of like money that went into that thing, right? There's mm-hmm. $54 million going in there and only 200 tokens. Not that all of that money wants to buy the native, but you know, there's always the people of any given farm that like you're one of them, you're always in there farming native. Um, you know, like there's enough of sort of your clan in there that has to have their chunk that like, that price will go up. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not. And then once, you know, with their emission rate, I want to, uh, they changed their emission rate, but like it, um, it's still it like 50. Yeah. There's 150,000 token total supply is what they were saying. And yeah. I think that they were sort of estimating that the farm would last a month. So yeah. if you just sort of say 30 days into 150,000 um, tokens, that's 5,000 a day, right? So uh-huh. they started with 200. After 24 hours, there is going to be um, 25 as, times as many tokens. Um, yeah. To expect the price to stay that high after a couple days of that is absurd. I yeah, think we absurd. like... I think you asked me how many days it would take for it to get to 400 because Mm -hmm. that was 10%. I don't remember what I said. I want to say I said, like I said, like, I don't know, four maybe. Um, Yeah. But at that that time we also didn't look into like how, how much, how much it was per day. Right. We didn't look into that detail because uh, Avalanche, their block number is all fucked up. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. track. But yeah, now yeah. now we have a kind of later on we kind of have a better, better idea. Yeah, we're guessing. Like I, yeah. the number, I went back and sort of uh, chopped it up to sort of like I looked at like five five days almost like within an hour to see how many blocks had um gone off since like over five days to just sort of get an average number of blocks per day. Mm-hmm. And what I'm just kind of using in my head now for AVAX is 50,000 blocks a day, mm-hmm. which is pretty comparable to um, Polygon. Uh, mm-hmm. That one, just because I always 
said two second blocks. It came out to 43,200. Yeah. But, you know, that's a little bit too exact. So um, mm -hmm. anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. But other than that, um, there have there been any farm launches since then on AVAX? Yeah, there, there were multiple. Um, I think you were talking about, you were saying earlier, um, Dutch, Dutch finance or Well, whatever. that's token launch, but that's not uh, oh, farm yeah. launch. Oh, but speaking, let me just chime in on Dutch. For anyone uh -huh. listening, uh, before we recorded this podcast, uh, I did, I created a little video uh, sort of going over uh, sort of the high level stuff of how I review farms. Uh, like I've created a apology uh, video channel on YouTube and I'm going to post it in there and I'll post a link and um, you know, this, uh, just kind of testing it out, see if people have interest, if, you know um, just another media form and, you know, just being creative. But I, I went over Dutch finance for, I don't know, 25 minutes or something. Uh, anyway, sorry. Go nice. Ahead. Patrick, are you showing your face in the YouTube channel? No, it's just screen. Yeah, no face, no subscribe. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the point if you're not showing your face? <laughs> what I a point know. of a YouTube channel. No, sorry. Just, I didn't uh, just have my makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'll for sure take a look at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, back to your question. No, I don't think. No, no farming launch since then. But I do believe Dutch is later today. I think. Yeah, it's like maybe 12. Again, with the block time thing, I think I had it going at um, something close to like three or five in the morning or something. Oh, in the morning. Okay. Still like right. uh, about 12 hours to go. Uh, I mean, Talk could for a change. second and I'll go. Yeah, I'll go kind of look it up here in a second. Yeah, um, so so far no other farms launched. And uh, yeah, there have been like several super degen farms, um, like farm token launch um, during the past several days. Um, um, Dutch finance was one of them. And then there's a crab finance and also eternal finance. Um, they all kind of super degen. When they launched the token, there was no docs, no website. A um, couple of them did liquidity lock or burn later on. Uh, it was like pretty, like you can, you can tell they rushed into launching their tokens. Yeah. Um, I get it though. You know, like yeah. $2 billion just came to Avalanche, right? And there's yeah. no farms. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's farms, but like there's not $2 billion worth of farms. Yeah. Yeah. There's a today, earlier today, there was a guy in my group who was just saying, you know, why these farms all have like super shitty uh, UI and just look, yeah. uh, look, look like shit, right? Just shitting on them. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this is kind of expected. This is just kind of what a, this is exactly what happened early on with Polygon, right? Every day you have five, 10, like on Polygon is even crazier every day. At one point you have five or 10 different farm launching and they all look similar or like they all look worse than each other, basically. Yeah. Um, 
that that's they all took the previous one and like stripped it down of all the like fancy stuff and just got like to the code where you know deposit four yeah. percent and there's the coin <laughs> yeah exactly so it, it's what it is and a lot of them on avalanche right now launching the token with our web, website i understand that right so it's it's they're they're not like tundra i think tundra they actually there's a planning before launching they were just kind of ahead of everybody else they probably yeah. start to building this thing or like planning this thing right after the 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 announcement uh of the um, uh, avalanche program right avalanche rush program or, or just like uh you know because all these things are solidity evm you know like a lot of the code is transferable, right? Like yeah, a lot of the farms on Polygon were basically for, you know, Panther and Goose were Binance yeah. farms, right? And like, yeah. you can kind of just copy paste the po- code across. Um, so they might've just been planning to, I mean, I don't know, I'm just speculating, but like planning it for Polygon or, you know, wherever. And then once they saw Avalanche blowing up, they're like, you know, that's opportunity. Let's go tweak the code and don't they have like a seven person team yeah they have a huge team but i think the dev he just kind of by himself um the the dev is from polytopia right uh typo that that guy is a fucking beast man i don't know how he managed doing several projects at the same time and still delivering everything on time because like the UI looking lo- looks pretty good, and also like they have all the graphics ready in their docs, that was kind of impressive. So yeah, what I'm trying to say is just you know the the other like the Dijon Farms lo- launched recently. You know they don't have a website because they just trying to do whatever is more f- efficient to them to get the token out as soon as possible to so they can get more people into their their project right so it's just it's just a full foot foot race to get more people to get more attention so yeah i understand that and it's just part of the game yeah right like you don't know none of us expecting to hold any farm token long term so what are you planning Uh, what are you complaining right you're gonna sell this uh you're gonna you you your plan is buying low and sell high or just trying to farm the shit if it's uh if it's uh if it's safe why, why you care about a lot of other like cosmetic stuff so yeah and also on top of that like you know if they're paying for that stuff that's money that's not going into like buybacks and burns and stuff mm-hmm. right like there's only so much you know devs want to get paid right so like mm-hmm you know, there's only so much pie to go around. So like, you know, if you're, you know, that might be an extra hundred dollars that you make on the farm or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah. So they're like more committed. They put more kind of a little bit more investment. Into... Well, just instead of, it's more of just like not wait, you know. Um, oh yeah. I see what, yeah. Just I not see wasting the money on, you know, like graphic design, which it doesn't, you know, it attracts more TVL maybe, you know, cause it's prettier and flashier and, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. but like it doesn't affect the functionality of the farm with that. Like, let's say thousand bucks went to like UI graphic design or a thousand bucks to liquidity. Give me the liquidity all day long. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can see that or mint more tokens at the beginning, I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, more and and more liquidity. Yeah, I I think personally, you know, I appreciate good looking project, but I like if I'm in Dijon Farm, you know, I care the more fundamental stuff more than the good looking stuff. UI. The UI, you know. So yeah, I I do ag agree on that part. But you know, sometimes it's just the cosmetic stuff shows your effort uh, on building this project. So um, I don't know, like if you have, like either prefer some project has both good fundamentals and also good look, yeah. good look user uh, interface and experience, right? So yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I get it, and like yeah, from like from the dev perspective like i think they really want that ui too but like uh you know a lot of the you know we we're talking about frost you know and it brought in 65 million total value walked and you know they'll probably that's a nice payday but mm -hmm. um you know that's not most farms most farms are kind of janky and like the devs don't make a ton of money, you know, like, like, and if they're sticking part of those deposit fees back in, like, you know, setting aside like a sizable sum of money to pay someone to do like front end, like UI work, like that stuff's expensive, right? Yeah. Like it, it just, it, like the, the dev teams want it because it's going to drive TVL and then, you know, boost, TVL is like essentially how they're getting paid, right? Because they're taking a portion of the deposit fee, right? Mm -hmm. So they want more deposited. So like their paycheck is bigger, like mm -hmm. they want it, right? Mm -hmm. It's more of just like, it's not, you know, like they're too poor to be able to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, sorry. I was just kind of going off there. Yeah, I, I totally understand. I, I agree um cool what's the next topic you want to touch on well so because all right we're both big on avax like sort of popping off soon oh but, yeah but like there hasn't been all that much stuff so you've been doing other stuff like you like you have a sort of you did the nft thing a while back and it's booming again now so like you know tell us like how that's playing how it's playing on avax like uh what are you looking at there and like you're gonna do something on uh gym index right about nfts like oh yeah um yeah first of all let me ask you a question patrick like how how yeah. how much of your have you uh, disclosed this in the podcast like how much percentage of your uh portfolio are in avax right now uh i think i might have it's about 30 percent, but i 30%, think that's okay. about i think i'm gonna push it up to like 60 nice nice i like it i like it um like what's your so other than avax like how how's the rest of your portfolio distributed some of them on um uh central exchange i i assume no no central exchange right now um okay i'm i'm completely off that um let's see i got like let's call it maybe five percent um we both have a helium miner right 
Yeah, and I've yeah. had one going for a couple months and that thing's been popping. Let's say I have like 5% in that. Nice. Um, I have maybe uh, osmosis, that uh, thing that interacts with Atom, uh, Cosmos uh, blockchain, right? So mm-hmm. it's, you know, Cosmos is a bunch of different blockchains that kind of use uh, Cosmos as their like underlying technology. Well, Osmosis um, sort of created an AMM that uh, takes a lot of these different tokens. Like um, you can do Atom on there. You can do the crypto.com, the crow on there. Uh, There's a couple other ones. Uh, Like one that I'm interested in is this blockchain that has um, these little mini supercomputers that are going to do decentralized server space mm-hmm. you know kind of um and it's a cash akt uh mm-hmm. that's on there uh there's this decentralized vpn protocol on there it's like the ticker on it, it's like dvpn so mm-hmm. i'm on this osmosis and i have all of these different tokens in there and i'm farming those um like the sort of low end on those is uh like the crow is the crow atom is like the most stable sort of pair on there maybe and like the staking works a little bit different than it does on um like ethereum evm type farms like there's bonding times and stuff like that but like uh right now i want to say like the like they have a one day a one week and two week thing anyway on this thing I have about 7% of my portfolio. Mm. I have about, um, let's call it 10-ish percent on Binance Smart Chain. Oh, I see. Um, Yeah, it's an old meme. Like I, about like 7% of it is in FEG. If anyone knows that, that's a meme token. I made some money off that back in the spring and I kind of just, um, left some in there. That's one where like, I, I don't know if I should sell or not. I'm kind of going to wait. They've been doing innovation. Like they created a new exchange and redid their state. Anyway, like that's one where I, I, I go back and forth about like cutting out, but like that thing blew up (laughs) and like it could do it again. I don't know. They have an active dev team. It's got a huge community on social media. Um, we'll see. Um, nice. and then I have a couple other just random things over there that I, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. sorry, did you mention Polygon? Like how much you left on I Polygon? I haven't. Got, yeah. So that's definitely where the biggest chunk is. So everything I've done up to there is about like maybe 50 ish percent, including the 30 from AVAX. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm probably like 45 to 50% on Polygon. Um, I think I, I think I'm going to move that down to like 20 ish percent. Uh, I, I want to move more to, um, AVAX. And then I also want to take a little bit over to Phantom. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where I'm thinking right now. Mm -hmm. Um, it might change tomorrow, but like, I have a lot of positions on, polygon that i'm kind of trying to 
um, unwind somehow, like look for my exit spot or like, um, so I, I've started doing that in the past couple of days. Cool. 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 Yeah. I, I uh, think what about you want to, how are you spread out? Yeah. So I think I started with AVAX, uh, similar to you, like not whole chunk of money. I just wanted to test it out and we kind of still are learning, uh, what AVAX yeah. is. And now my AVAX portfolio, cause it's naturally just kind of boomed <laughs> during the past week itself, it just grow, grow it itself. So now I think I have, let me think about this like 60, 60 to 75%, I think it's on AVAX now. Um, um, and also, uh, so yesterday I took the full day to yeah. consolidating my Polygon stuff. Um, so I, yeah, just kind of, you know, um, taking out of my money from some other like old farms. You, you know what, like farms on legit farms, like, decent farms on polygon is actually doing really decent right now well, uh, all, um, all the all the shitty ones are pretty gone but the ones that are legit was a legit team and uh, keep developing or like layer farms uh, uh, constantly putting out layers like they're doing pretty decent right now like price is uh pretty stable um so yeah i'm, I'm just taking some money out of them and uh capped some in a couple of those farms and I'm um, transfer about less than 10% to Phantom. Because Phantom, I already had a decent amount before. Remember back in yeah. June been or talking something? talking about it for months. Yeah. Yeah, I've been talking about it for months. Like I, I said Phantom and Harmony, right? Those are two yeah. that I had my positioning there for a while. But Phantom, what I did wrong was... I was just on Phantom Curve, farming the uh, Curve tokens, right? Stable coin. Like, yeah, farming the stable, farming with stable coins. I do have some in uh, Spooky Swap. I also have uh, a little bit in another, like a newer farm. Uh, but I don't. Majority of my position there was in Curve. Um, so I changed that, I think two days ago, I saw people start to talking about Phantom and there are a couple of good Twitter accounts I follow. One is Crypto Yield Info. He was talking about Phantom and right before the boom. And I was just, um, I was just looking more Phantom stuff and I put my position in a curve into this lending protocol called Scream. And I just landed. Uh, I just borrowed some USDC and uh, put it into spooky swap LPs. And I bought some Scream token as well. Um, so yeah, so I, I have, right now, I think I have, let me see, a little bit less than 20% 20, 20 of my position in Phantom. I have maybe like less than 10% in Harmony. And uh, I have uh, like, 60 60 in avalanche and the, the rest a little bit are just sitting in uh polygon um so like not 10 much percent in polygon yeah 10 percent, maybe less um yeah in polygon not that much anymore uh so yeah so i am mm -hmm. 
Oh, I was just going to say, uh, the reason we're talking about Phantom is they're like similar to sort of why everyone went crazy over AVAX. Phantom put out something a day or two ago saying that they were going to devote 370 million Phantom tokens to incentives for um, dev projects on the network, which it, it caused the Phantom token price, their gas token, to spike to make that worth about 300 million, which is like 100 million more than what um, uh, AVAX Avalanche was saying they were going to devote to, but like the announcement the quality of these announcements are not equal. Anyway, yes. sorry, that's what's going on with Phantom. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm more skeptical about the Phantom incentive uh, incentive program. And also, yeah. I was just looking at, I was just watching the Taiki video on Phantom. And a good point he uh, said is kind of you know this this announcement is not like avalanche announcement avalanche like people like you can tell people like when they made an, an announcement they already have a legit partnership formed with uh curve and arve so curve and arve supposed to launch end of the month but they delayed it hopefully sometime in september but it's still coming up relatively soon right but this phantom program is still at very early stage uh, if you apply it right now, you probably going to be enrolled in this program and receive your grant uh, in two months. So that's still months away, right? Um, yeah. So like there's just a lot of uncertainty. And for the next two months, if you are just farming on Phantom, nothing really changes, right? Um, you like a uh, program like, well, yeah. From a, there what i will say is i bet there's going to be more farm there'll be more farms to choose from and mm -hmm. um they'll be a little bit healthier because there will be a sort of influx of cash going onto the chain right like uh people see that and to some degree like even if it's two months out it people will start sort of moving that direction and like we could go look at that DeFi llama thing later mm -hmm. and see if like there's you know, like let's check in like next week's episode or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, we can we can that's... keep track that. Yeah, uh, yeah. could be a very interesting to see. But I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit more conser conservative on the total value locked on Phantom uh, for the next while, for at least for next month. I think right now we're probably seeing a spike in the total value locked. I think a lot of speculators gonna try to. Uh, front running these rewards and try to front running other people and getting to Phantom, like myself, you know, getting to yeah. Phantom a little bit and uh, trying to accumulate ecosystem tokens and uh, hopefully it pumped when the real partnerships forming, right? But the thing is, um, like other people talking about the money market uh, thesis, right? Uh, you have yeah. to have a legit and the uh, humble powerful... farming, the humble farmer thesis, right? Thesis. Is what Taiki calls it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So you have to have the money market. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like you said, I have to have the um, good uh, money market. I think that's the reason why Polygon was booming because of RMA. Yeah. Uh, and also the reason why Avalanche kind of boomed a little bit because of BenQ. BenQ is like, although it's not RMA, but it's a it's, like legit it's program. Yeah. Um, yeah, backed by it's got two billion dollars. 
Yeah, $2 billion. So um, that is because, you know, they have real backers and uh, Avalanche Foundation is directly involved. So, you know, this thing is legit and won't like, like they, you know, multiple people, multiple companies have looked into their code and make sure there won't be a like big problem with the, with the code, with the fundamentals of the project, right? But on Phantom right now, you only have, you know, cream and scream. And you just mentioned before, before we started this, you just mentioned cream had another exploit, which doesn't look good for, for that thing. And scream, you know, I tried to look it up because I mean, scream right now, I think is pretty decent project, but it's still an A9 team and has no real connection with uh, Phantom uh, Foundation. And I didn't find any other backers for this platform so you can say it's still a little bit risky and um, um and you can tell that by looking at the tbl right the the total um the total supply right now is 188 million so that's nowhere near what a bank is uh benchy whatever is doing right yeah. now so lack of legit money uh money market in phantom right now i think um, that's the that's the major problem um, against against them achieving higher TVL on Phantom is, Network. Is Sushi on Phantom? Sushi uh, Sushi is on ha- Harmony. They're not on Phantom. Yeah. Okay. Like you can do swaps on Sushi on Phantom, yeah. but there's no farms or whatever. Yeah. Um, wait, there. You can do swaps on sushi or on Phantom on sushi? Yes, you can. There are just no farms. So the the liquidity pairs are not incentivized. Yeah, that's the same as AVAX. Yes, yes. For right now. For right now. There was, yeah, they made that announcement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that seems like, just as a side note, like that's like, seems like that's sushi's game plan. They come like install their base code. And so like, all right, all right, Chain uh, Foundation. Whenever you feel like it, go ahead and give us some incentives, and we'll crank out <laughs> the sushi sushi machine for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're like you know we're on here, but you have to give us something so we will deploy the full product. <laughs> you yeah. can only see my face until <laughs> until uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what I'll do with the YouTube thing. I'll put like a, a, a address on there, and like I'll show my face as uh, <laughs> an account fills up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess we mentioned, we already kind of mentioned Scream. Um, so right now, there are just two platforms. I'm on, I guess, technically three. I'm on SpookySwap, I'm on Scream, and I'm on uh, Tarot. Uh, those are the three platforms I put my money in. So I use Scream as the main um uh, money market. I deposit my assets in there and borrow money to um, to invest in Spooky. Um, and uh, I invest in Spooky liquidity pair. So it's um, um, uh, sorry, it's not Spooky. It's Sp- uh, Spirit. I I get confused with their names. So yeah, I'm not in Spooky. Sp- spooky is kind of their. Um, how you say how, what's the good comparison it's just the, like one of their early and biggest um swap project 
Spirit, uh, Spirit Swap is newer, but it's kind of the leading platform right now. So my, I have my money in Spirit, not Spooky. So the liquidity pair I have is Spirit Die, and I deposit the liquidity pair into Tarot to borrow against it to leverage and borrow more liquidity and uh, farm using it. So yeah, so that's my that's my current setup on uh, Phantom. I'll have to draw a flow diagram of that. Like <laughs> double leverage on stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty much double leverage. It's really risky, so I don't I don't recommend people to do. But my health factor on Scream is pretty good. Um, so I I. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty comfortable right now with my setup. Uh, I'm not over leveraged or anything on Tarot. I'm just doing three x average leverage, and uh, yeah, so that's my current setup. And what is Tarot? Um, so Tarot is very interesting. I find Tarot through uh, Crypto Yield Info guy, and he was mentioning yeah. it. Um, I haven't seen this on any other chain and i believe it is totally new to this platform right now so um let me change my metamask chain let me change to phantom and let me look at tarot so tarot is a little bit like if you first looking at it it can be a little bit difficult to understand it is a lending protocol, but instead of using your using single asset as collateral, you deposit liquidity pairs and use your liquidity pairs as collateral to borrow more the same liquidity pair. So let's say I have I'm borrowing spirit and uh, die liquidity pair right let's yeah. say I, I i have that liquidity pair i deposit in tarot and i can borrow more spirit and die liquidity pair and i'm also farming on this protocol so before i only have 200 worth of liquidity pair i can farm with now because i'm doing 3x leverage using the liquidity pair, I actually have $600 that I farm with. So I'm getting three times of the return. But if, if the price drops, the price of the liquidity pair drops by 25%, you get wrecked and lose everything? Um, not necessarily. Um, so you can't, you, you can't adjust to the leverage um, level. So you can leverage more, yeah. you can leverage less. Uh, the maximum you can leverage is six X. And I think pretty much you, you are doomed um, if you leverage that much on liquidity pair, especially like for volatile assets like Spirit. Um, I'm, I'm choosing two, three X. And so far it has been good. They, they tell you, like on the interface, the interface is really good. There are a lot of information. So it might be hard to understand at the beginning, but it shows you all the information. So you don't, you know what you're doing, right? So they show you the, 
uh, price range where you will get liquidated, uh, liquidated. And yeah. so you can, so you can adjust yourself. You can, you can um, judge yourself if you're a safe or not. Right. So I encourage like explain tariffs in full is kind of exceed my ability of, you know, like my yeah. English is not good enough to explain tariff, um, like very clearly to everyone. But I encourage you to let look at tariff yourself. There are a couple YouTube videos I watched to understand tariff a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I encourage everybody to take a look at it. It's extremely profitable, and um, um, yeah. So they're based on this idea of using uh, yeah. liquidity pair as collateral, yeah. Um, there was a, yeah, this is it. I was looking for the ticker. Uh, on ETH and BSC, Alpha Finance Lab, did you ever hear about that one? Cause yeah, they, I'm they, not really familiar with BSC. So yeah, I, I did, yeah. So they started on ETH, but like also, set up shop on BSC later, but it was something similar. Mm -hmm. It was like leveraged um, liquidity pair stuff. They like, but like you were saying, this was farming, right? It wasn't vaults. I think these guys were doing auto compounding on, um, on leverage, right? So you did the same sort of like, like two X up to like six X type, um, leverage on liquidity but on top of that they were like you know if you were if the pool that they were pulling from like let's just say it was a pancake swap pool they were auto compounding the cake into it um and it was just all doing that on leverage and like i know they got hacked once i want to like it was a i think it was a flash loan attack and like nailed them for like, I want to say it was like 65 million or something, maybe last um, September, like maybe like almost a year ago or something. Mm -hmm. But um, like that was auto compounding. And we all know that auto compounders, like those things That's a risk. get, yeah. Um, they, they just seem to draw these kind of attacks. Yeah, I think based on what you're saying, Patrick, it's uh, tarot is pretty similar to the one you mentioned from BSC. So yeah, I guess there's a, uh, there's a good risk in there. I, I have to look into more of this because both Scream and tarot, I just did my, I did, I just did a brief research last couple of days, um, yeah. like poked my interest and I'm, I'm at the stage I'm comfortable with my, um, with my holdings on Phantom, you know, I can risk it it's a little bit. Bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So I can risk it a little bit, and the return is good enough for me to kind of risk it. Um, and uh, yet the TVL on Terra, it's right now is pretty high as well. So it seems like the sentiment right now, uh, TVL on Terra right now is twenty million dollars, right? Um, so yeah, I, I choose to risk it for now. Like if it do good, it will be a pretty 
big project on Phantom and I'll just accumulate its token. And hopefully when Phantom really booms, um, their token can go crazy as well. Um, what, like, what's the APR on some of these things? Um, let's see. Because on Phantom, the APR is not that high, right? Just in general. Um, so by doing this, it's it, it can be much higher. So the one I'm in is Spirit and Die. So the 3x lever leverage APR is um, 1700. APR 1700? Yeah, exactly. Not APR, APY? Not APY, and APR. That's exchange versus stable right main exchange versus stable yeah exactly exactly um, that's yeah that's that's pretty decent it's yeah. just um uh, like i'd be i'd be i'd want to learn a little bit more about the liquidations but no that's got my interest especially if it's not auto compounding um, uh you know you know what patrick it is auto compounding so yeah <laughs> yeah, it uh, is auto compounding. So, um, yeah, it's auto compounding to grow your LP position, yeah. and on top of that, they give you their own tokens as rewards. That's how they achieve like higher APR, right? Is that what um, I, you know the one on Polygon that we both like, the AFK systems? Yeah, so like, that's that's different because there's no leverage, right? Yeah, but. Like, are they um, are they auto compounding the um, whatever the like, you know, they everything in there like earns interest somehow, right? Like whether it's yeah. LP with like the fees inside or like an Ave coin, you know. Um, yeah. They do. They do. I, AFK is also a auto compounder and uh, rewards you in their. Silver, own token silver. on top yeah yeah um yeah okay yeah afk is actually one of the farms i left my money in there because they have an interesting nft um marketplace coming up um so yeah and they also what? they they probably finished their audit by now but they were doing audit they were doing a audit with a, a pretty big audit firm so is it Paladin? It is not. So Paladin, I think, gonna uh, requires more time. So they went with another oh. one. I forgot the name. Um, oblique or whatever. I think OB. it was Oblique. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It is Oblique because they were saying they kind of forked uh, Polycat vaults. And Polycat vaults was audited by uh, Oblique. So they chose the same one to reuse some of the work um yep maybe get a discount on the price yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, exactly they said they said <laughs> <laughs> it's smart um okay so what else um is there anything else you wanted to talk about on phantom mm, not really I, I think that's pretty much my plan depositing screen um borrow money and uh, got that spirit uh, LP and depositing tarot and try to accumulate uh, these three tokens 
Um, I think these three projects um, poked my interest um, and I, I just wanted to accumulate and wait for the real booms coming into Phantom. So that, that, that is my plan. And uh, yeah, I'll probably continue doing some more research and see how reliable these platforms are. I kind of know like Scream is a little bit risky. Um, Tarot, I'm just, yeah, I like what I'm seeing from Tarot. So yeah, this is, this is my planning in, in Phantom. And I feel like, you know, um, like every single chain, every single ecosystem will have its opportunity to shine, right? Um, yeah. Right now is Avalanche and uh, Phantom kind of have a, had a crazy, crazy peak uh, last couple of days. And the next one might be on Harmony, might be on Cello, or might be like, you know, uh, uh, Carano is coming out, Arbitrum is still coming out. So each one will have its opportunity to, to boom. Um, I'm betting, you know, I'm, I'm farming Phantom right now and waiting till the end of the year, see if they form some real partnerships. And I also have, um, you know, some money in Harmony that I'll looking to put it, put more, like I'm accumulating one, one token right now, but I'm not really accumulating any other ecosystem tokens in Harmony. So I'll probably ch uh, go out there, chose a platform on Harmony and try to farm their native token. Um, so I think the best strategy right now is having a little bit of money, um, pick several chains that you think has the potential, have a little bit of money there. And once one boomed, take your profit and rotate into the next one, right? So, yeah. yeah. So like similar to that, one of the things I've been thinking is um you know how techie when he went to polygon he like was trying to accumulate ten thousand matic and that like that was his whole sort of like game with the that whole series like i didn't watch a whole lot of that but like um like lately i've just sort of been like i've watched a couple of his videos and i've been thinking about some of the stuff and one of the things i'm i'm thinking is be less interest like i'm taking i'm thinking about taking more of like a macro view um like sort of have like some bitcoin ethereum you know some link some ave you know sort of like you know like let's say maybe 50 percent in sort of the stables that every crypto portfolio has right but then um the other 50 percent is kind of just going to be um, like varying levels of like gas tokens mostly. Mm -hmm. um, not getting too into the weeds on um, some of the projects, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of more of treating them like DGen farms and straight up just like um, that's cool, you know, like oh, your art, like your project's going to save the world. I don't care. I'm converting it to gas. Like, um, you know, just like, because, you know, there's so many, you know, like you saw the announcement from Phantom following, you know, like they didn't want to get left behind, you know, the avalanche, the, um, the, the Solana, 
Um, I mean, I sort of think like Luna's old news, but like, you know, like all of these things are kind of like shining right now, right? Mm-hmm. So there's only sort of so much, I mean, there's a lot of money in the system, but like you look at some of these programs that we both know on Polygon and you watch the price of them and um, phone's going off, hold on, sorry. Anyway, um, these like, we've sort of, we recovered pretty well from like the 65K Bitcoin crash down to 30. You know, it got it back up to 50 and it's kind of haltering here. But like some of these like sort of blue chips of like the sort of chains haven't really recovered nearly as much. Mm -hmm. And like the number of chains is increasing, right? Like it's, you know, like, the entire ecosystem is spreading and I don't feel like there's enough like sort of cash out there to sort of pump all of it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, like, does that sort of make sense? So yeah, that makes I, sense. Like, um, I just think like one that we both like Polycat, right? Like I'm, it's been dipping lately and like, I'm not real, uh, I mean, I like that project, but like, I just, I, I'm worried about the price, right? Like, um, I feel like right now is sort of the time when that thing should be, or like the past, like, I, I just think it's like underperforming or like Chi is underperforming. Mm-hmm. Um, just these sort of real quality, quality projects are not doing well right now. Um, yeah. Because the assets are leaving Polygon. Yeah. Um, and but like, I think that's, I mean, all right. So like Pangolin on, you know, you can kind of say like, okay, um, quick swap is going down, but Pangolin's going up, you know, like, okay, let's go from, you know, you see what I'm saying? But it's the same thing, right? So you have to call the top on it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That's I, a dangerous game. Yeah. Right? And I like, to me, like, I mean, we're already taking a whole lot of risk with a lot of this stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I'm kind of thinking of just sort of like, um, you know, if I'm accumulating like four different gas tokens at any given time, you know, Mm -hmm. just like, okay, um, I'm sort of waiting towards, like if if I sort of believe that all of these things are sort of going up, like that's my investment thesis, then I'm just buying like when I have, rewards come up i'm just buying whichever one's cheap at the time right like if i'm redeploying capital just put it into like whatever's the cheapest one as or long with as I don't... the less uh market cap right or, or like yeah the just whatever metric i'm doing to sort of you know like the way i'm sort of doing valuation can fluctuate from day to day but yeah, yeah i think you get what i'm saying but like yeah. just more condensed and more focused on just the gas token the straight up like yeah, just easier thought processes because like um, I'm spread all over the place right now. It's too much. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like this sort of situation that I, I had. I don't know if I'm going to fully go through with it. I think there'll be some truth in what I'm saying that like, I think that like, I just 
there's the idea in my head that like there's just too much of this stuff out there that needs to be pumped up and we might have sort of like uh hit a point where there's like too many coins out there i mean i i I know that's easy to say and sort of dismissive comment but like um there you know there's that stat two trillion dollars in market cap for crypto right like bitcoin's about half of it you know like 900 billion and then the other 1.1 trillion is everything else well that number you know kind of goes up and down but like the number of coins that make up that 1.1 trillion probably grows by like a thousand <laughs> yeah. um that is a great anyway. point yeah yeah i i agree with you patrick i think yeah it, it, it's always healthy to kind of take a step back and uh looking at the market as a whole and see where our market is moving and what uh, what is happening with the whole market rather than you know um just uh uh, place yourself in one ecosystem and trying to figure it out uh, what are doing well in this one ecosystem. Um, so yeah, I like a good project, you know, like a really smart project just isn't doing well, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think I agree with most of you are saying. I think my strategy is kind of similar, but uh, it's just, you know, I will have my money in most, like the way I look at it is, you know, I think we both agree on this. It's just the ecosystem token will uh, will have a, a bigger upside than the uh, gas token, right? Like yeah. by ecosystem, I mean ecosystem token. I mean like the uh, project within the ecosystem, ecosystem and their native token rather than the the gas token. So, like if you see. Um, like the exchange is the easiest like the exchange example. yeah so if you let uh use harmony as an example if harmony one pumped up by uh 3x um viper token might go up by 6x 10x 20x that's what happened with that's what happened with avalanche right um yeah. trader joe just pumped you know 20x uh but avalanche only did about three right so i think yeah. Um, so I will like, like we, we, we have different uh, uh, risk tolerance. Yeah. My risk tolerance is a little bit high. Um, so yeah, I'll dip into the small tokens a little bit more, but I do agree. Like there's just so many tokens out there. We like, sometimes I feel overwhelmed by holding all these different tokens and uh, trying to with all the projects and like yeah yeah trying to find the exit point of each token is really really hard right and a lot of a lot of times you 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 end up if you, you don't yeah you mess it up if you don't find the top top most likely you end up gonna miss the opportunity of selling it and end up losing money so you, yeah you can like dollar cost average out of it or something yeah but you kind of you give away money that way too yeah and just like a psychological like every time i missed the top i was like you know i'll try to catch the top next time i'll (laughs) i refuse to sell it below the top you know Uh, but that never works out so yeah that's why i i i did some consolidation um in polygon and just kind of put it in couple places rather than 20 different places and easier for me to manage my portfolio a little bit 
And um, I think I'm, I'm taking a similar approach in the Avalanche ecosystem because last week, you know, there, <laughs> there are like, I think they think themselves as Avalanche OG. And now they see so many new people come to Avalanche and they try to, you know, they try to tell you, you should do this, you should do that. I've been in Avalanche earlier this year. I've yeah. been in Avalanche since January. You should listen so to me. Yeah. yeah, you should listen to me, like which one is the good project. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, uh, yeah. don't don't tell me to invest in like um twelve percent stable car, stable yeah, farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like shitty looking, a shitty looking um yield farm that was zero feature and they pumped just because you know huge amount of money flowed into Avalanche. And you telling me it's a, a good project to invest in? No, you know. So I yeah, Avalanche, I only bought couple couple coins like i told you i bought um penguin i bought pangolin just a little bit uh and i bought trader joe which is a good play uh thanks to you so that's that's pretty much what i bought and i bought like avalanche like those coins i'm still uh like in profit right now so i'm i'm happy and i think they will have potential down the road so i don't mind holding them but yeah, like some of the other small cap stuff I didn't touch. Like, you know, right now, what I'm just kind of interested in is mm-hmm. like degen farming and stacking AVAX, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 39 bucks a coin, right? Like, yeah, that can go wrong. To me, that looks like that's the opportunity right now. Like, yeah, Trader, Trader Joe's and Pangolin, you know, um, I hear you. Like, but nah. Give me, give me AVAX, you know, like I just like, I want some sort of I, like, there's pretty good risk exposure on that. Right. Like AVAX could go to 80 in like two weeks. Easy. You know, yeah. like the way sort of Solana shot up, like, so like th- that's enough upside risk. And then like, I don't do the um, sort of Ave or Banky. Like I did it a little bit this time, but I'm kind of pulling out of it. Like, like, where you know borrow against like your pool i'm just gonna go you know farm the whole thing yeah so i get more like yield that way but i'm also like um i'm looking for you know i farm a lot of liquidity not native but like so many people hate like the thought of impermanent loss that like they just won't touch liquidity so you get better aprs and smaller pools with it like i mean this sort of strategy is kind of a little bit played out now but like it still does work so like i'll go look for stuff like that where the upside on that will be real good and farm that convert that to avax and then i you know if i'm like maybe farming like avax eth or something like then I'm still holding sort of my core positions. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's more of a strategy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that strategy for sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So I think we're on the same page. We're still really bullish on Avalanche. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't wait to see like more, like right now is a lot of uh, um, DJ farming, which I don't mind at all. That's how we make our yeah. money in Polygon. That's, so yeah. 
I don't mind that at all. And uh, I'm sure later on we'll see a lot of quality project, um, which I'm also excited. Yeah. Right. So we've been on here for a minute and like, I think we touch on one last subject before we go, right? Like mm -hmm. um, on Avalanche, on AVAX, since like there've been some like coin launches, there was the farm, like a, it's been one major farm launch, um, but you've, NFTs have sort of blown up a little bit on Avalanche and you've been neck deep in that. Um, you want to talk on that a little bit and talk about what you're doing with your site and stuff like that? Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, NFT, I'm doing some, some more research on it. I, I used to be in NFT. I think I talked about it before. And then, um, later on just doing more, putting more of my time in DeFi rather than NFT stuff. And if I stick with NFT, if I put my money in a couple of the project I looked back in March and April, I would be in Miami right now. But I didn't. And uh, I regret it <laughs> so much. There are a couple projects I look back and uh, saw the price. I'm like, damn, really missed the <laughs> opportunity there. But yeah. Uh, not gonna let that happen again. So I'm looking at more NFT. Uh, one one reason I start looking at NFT again is I think uh, on Avalanche there's a NFT uh, craze brewing right now. Um, yeah. So Where, a lot of, mm -hmm. just like you know me, I'm not very good with NFTs. Like I learn more from talking to you than you know anything I know. Um, like, you know, baseball analogies, like what inning are we in? Are we at the beginning of the, I mean, like, I know you don't want to make predictions, but I just, I, I have no sort of clue. Like for the farming and sort of DeFi, straight DeFi sort of stuff, I have a decent feel for that, I guess. But um, with the NFT stuff, like, you know, are we 80% the way through this craze or this round of craze? Because there was the NFT craze earlier, like, how do you, where do you feel like we are with this thing? Okay. I think with the current, uh, I think back in March, uh, back in March and April, that was the first wave of yeah. NFT booming. And uh, there, there is charts online and on Twitter that you can see NFT transactions, the number of transactions. So you can clearly see back in March, April, and that was the, the first peak and it kind of slowly going down. And then the whole summer was kind of a low, low time for NFT and past couple of weeks has been the new wave, the new wave, like Visa buying uh, crypto punks and uh, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club uh, kind of blow up. And there are a couple other projects um, like CyberCon was my dream NFT back in, um, back in March, back in April. Um, like I was... I had the chance to buy it at one ETH. And I like the reason why I did my project is to make money to buy CyberCon. And I didn't buy it at one ETH. Last time I checked is at 24. Um, that's the opportunity I, I was talking about. Uh, yeah. But now I think for the current uh, uh, wave, like in general, we passed the half point, personally, I think for this wave 
we passed the half point. Um, but for Avalanche, I think we are really early. Uh, Avalanche, there are not many good projects on Avalanche uh, in terms of quality and volume. Um, I was able- so much money sitting on the sideline. Yeah, and uh, NFT, the the volume in NFT is not that big at all. Um, Right now, people kind of focusing on uh, different DeFi projects, different tokens on Avalanche. Uh, most people are not looking into NFTs, um, and the the project is, number is not there yet. But I know there are a couple major projects are launching uh, Avalanche. There is one called uh, Avax Apes, which I will go pretty harm, like I will go pretty crazy on it. Uh, it's launching tomorrow. Um, there's another. Well, is that going to be similar to like Board Ape Yacht Club? Um, yeah, so it, it's a pretty typical um, NFT project. So they already have websites set up. It looks pretty good. You will be able to mint NFT on their website is, and it will be randomly generated. So you don't know what you're getting. And you have like every, everything is the same price, but you have the chance to get a very rare one uh, and you might get a very normal one. So yeah, so uh, it's, um, it's AVAX Ape. The, the, it's not a copy paste, their artwork is original. Um, okay. So, and it will be first kind of major Ape theme <laughs> NFT on Avalanche, right? So I think they will do good. Um, and that's the one I'm do, I'll go pretty crazy on. And there's another Ethereum based, uh, well-established project launching on Avalanche soon. Uh, they haven't set the, they haven't saved the time yet. And that project has NFT and have farming aspect into it. So, and they, they have like more advanced mechanism like mating. So if you have two NFTs, you can mate them and uh, they will so give you a new NFT. That like a, uh that game the ava axi axi infinity there yeah, was Axie infinity, a, yeah like you could breed your nfts on that right like that was that like yeah. a similar type function like is that like exactly idea there yeah exactly um like there it, it is a pretty uh common function among the nft world but yeah. like you still need people to coding the thing. So it's not like every single project is doing it, but like bigger project are doing this kind of thing is kind of normal. Um, and there is a different ways people doing this kind of thing. Like um, some of them, it's just, you mate this to an NFT, you just get another uh, character getting another NFT, right? But the good ones uh, are like the new NFT you're getting depends on the stats of the original NFT. So that's just more interesting. Like one NFT, like the two mating NFT, they're like fire and uh, water. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just making bad examples yeah. here. Um, but the, the, the third NFT you're getting will have both fire and water, that kind of thing. Flaming water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flaming water, steaming water. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, bad example, but you get what, what I'm saying, right? But yeah, 
Yeah. So there, there, there are different ways people doing this. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think in general, Avalanche, I'm bullish on the NFT ecosystem in here. Um, good projects already start launching. And uh, like the, the AVAX punks we talked about before, yeah. you know how much volume right now they did in the, second, in, in the secondary market? How much? Because... Um, All right. So wait, uh, just let me... This is something I don't understand. Um, like the primary market is where you just go to the site and mint it, right? Like that's yeah. the primary transaction. And then the secondary market is just selling it. Yeah, just people trading it, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I list my NFT on other platform that I want to sell and other people can buy it. Yeah. And it's like eBay or something. You go stick it up there and people look at it and see the statistics on how rare it is or whatever. And Yeah, yeah, they... exactly. Yeah, so the biggest platform right now is OpenSea, but OpenSea only works like uh, OpenSea, the big... OpenSea works uh, on uh, Ethereum. Uh, they also works on. Um, they also works on Polygon. So yeah, yeah it depends on because NFTs they're ERC uh, tokens, right? So yeah, you like different chains, different tokens, and uh, yeah. So there's a comp, a comp like some of them are compatible with uh, OpenSea, some are not. Uh, but on Avalanche right now, the leading platform for trading is NFT Trade. So yeah. uh, just one T in the middle, NF trade. Um, yeah, so AVAX Punks is verified on there. If you go to um, AVAX Punks page on NFT trade, you will be able to see the statics, uh, statistics. Uh, you can see the floor price, which is the cheapest one on sale. Uh, you can see the average price and everything. So I'll just give you a, a brief rundown of these stats. So floor price right now for a AVAX Punks is 3.5 AVAX. Uh, remember the minting price was two. So you kind of making two X, um, even you get a- uh, Yeah, like, you just like, go click the button and there's a pretty good chance that you're gonna almost double your money. Yeah, exactly. And the highest sell was 125 AVAX. And the total volume traded, like only being a week, right? The total value traded for AVAX punks is uh, 14,751. And this is just for this AVAX punks. Like they're not the best project out there. They're like, they're, they're a copy project, right? It's a copycat project. They have their own twist, but like they didn't make it better or anything. And they were managed to do almost 1,500 AVAX in vo sales volume, in secondary market volume. People are trading yeah. this, people are buying it. Like people on AVAX has the money to push the volume, but there's just not uh, enough good project out yet. So I think, yeah, in terms of NFT on AVAX, um, it, it, there are a lot of opportunities. And I think another thing I mentioned to you before we start the podcast is personally, I don't think September will be that great of a month for Bitcoin and for crypto in general, because other coins, other alts just follow Bitcoins, right? Um, and unless Avalanche announced the partnership with Arve or Curve in September, which is really likely, right? 
yeah. we we won't be able to see Avalanche to reach all time high unless they launch until yeah. they launch Arve and Curve. It's probably um, going to be like it's going to be sort of when Bitcoin has been going up or is like you know like you're going to need like a couple things kind of lining up and like yeah. Bitcoin sort of going up um a couple you know like Ave's been up for a week or two weeks and then curve opens and six new farms and like you know one of them reaches 300 million dollars or you know like where it's yeah. just like oh my god this is just going great yeah yeah you you have to have all those things in order for avax um to to reach all-time high or to uh, to get more to to get people more excited at trading right so for for next while at least a couple of weeks i feel like people are not gonna trading that much on avax um people probably just gonna be farming and what else they can do uh looking at of uh jpacs right looking at of uh speculative speculating yeah on. yeah speculating and uh you know buying some of these nfts so yeah i think nft gonna be good for avax for a little bit and uh, I'm not familiar with Solana whatsoever. I don't have money in there. But what I heard is Solana, um, like NFT are really, really popular on Solana. And there are some record sales on Solana ecosystem. So yeah, I think Avalanche in terms of network uh, on par with Solana. So yeah, I'm just um, trying to find my reference here, uh, yeah. like, which where I should compare it to. Uh, to figure it out where we're at so yeah like i think the comparison to solana for um sort of like competing like what's the hot chain right now mm -hmm. like i think it's between avax and solana mm -hmm. um like i i haven't done it recently i did it a few months ago but like i dug through like some of their farming stuff mm -hmm. and i i just wasn't that into it like it had pretty some of the projects had pretty clean software you know like the user interface but like um there you know with the way that like i think both of us like to hop around from like thing to thing to thing you know looking for like i didn't get the feeling that you could do that there so like i think um the way this might kind of play out is that solana at least for the time being is going to be will do better at the nft stuff and um, AVAX will do better at the DeFi stuff. You know, mm, the... I can see, I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, also, Solana is with currently still without a big money market name in there. So yeah, um, naturally, well, I think yeah. Yeah, like they're um, like in their coding. It's not. I think like it's it's not straight like. All these ones that we do, Polygon, the Phantom, the Harmony, it's all like solidity, right? Like you can kind oh, of yeah. just drop the code. I don't think Solana's like that. I think it's like it's not Cardano, but you know how like Cardano is kind of like a, it's it's a whole different. It's like you know you can't use Ethereum on Bitcoin, right? Like it's just yeah. it's incompatible. It's kind so, of Apple, being yeah, Apple like to Mac, or yeah. Apple to PC. Um, yeah. Like, so the coding doesn't translate well. So like, it's, it, 
it's a major overhaul for like an Ave to go to Solana. I like I someone see. could correct me. Like I, I'm not a hundred percent on that one, but I think that is true. Okay. Um, okay. That's what I've heard too. I, yeah. So yeah. All these other chains are EVM compatible, but yeah. Um, on Solana is a little bit hard and, uh, requires a lot of programs to build from ground up. That's why they like some of these projects taking longer. And then, you know, like Cosmos sort of did it a different way, right? Like um, all of the different projects on Cosmos are separate blockchains, but they all kind of have the same underlying technology, right? Like, um, and that's kind of why I think you see um, like on that osmosis, like it, I think it's that tenderment sort of basically, I'm sort of going out of my depth on the technology stuff here, but like, um, they essentially can spin up the blockchain in a similar way. Like, so it kind of creates a situation where like building a bridge between, um, Polygon and Binance smart chain, isn't that big of a deal. Cause you're kind of using the same code. Well, uh, like Cosmos, standard, right? yeah. Cosmos, I think like they're like their bridge thing is called like IBC that lets you switch between them. And um, like, I think it's basically that like, it's not the degree to which they're the same isn't so much, but like there's more of it. Whereas like, I feel like Solana is kind of out there on an island. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, who knows what Cardano is going to do when like, it's supposed to be next month, right? Like as of tomorrow, they're supposed to, start doing stuff. So that's going to be one where we should definitely watch. Yeah. September 18 or September 16 is the time that they're going to launch the smart contract. Um, I, I just feel like they got too much of hype. That's yeah. like yeah, yeah. too much promises yeah. to yeah. keep, right? Like for years, <laughs> for years. So yeah, I kind of have a feeling it's going to flop a little bit. Huh. So I, yeah. I don't know. I think at the maybe at the beginning, there's just so much capital. There's going to be so much capital in Cardano ecosystem. So at the beginning, I think people will be able to take profits. But, you know, all these people, yeah. like all these people like me that's sucking the money out of, <laughs> out of these projects will be there. And then, you know, people yeah. are going to quickly realize, okay, oh. my money, like zero sum game, right? Yeah. Well, all right, so we should look for a way to short Cardano like four <laughs> days after launch, right? Yeah. Um, Good idea. Let's do that. Just yeah. put a little money in, you know. Yeah, and see, you know, because what like it got up to like close to three near its all time high, you know, like yeah. I could see yeah. the thing getting cut in half after like all the DGENs show up and be like, this is it, or it's like, you know, APRs of like, you know. 30 percent that are super safe but like you know crypto is way too degen right now you know if it doesn't have a bunch of zeros behind it no one wants to play yeah interesting i'm looking for options uh not financial advice to anybody maybe uh synthetics synthetics might yeah uh (laughs) one of these or uh terra where you can um they have that's a synthetics platform and like they might have a way to sh- they have shorting stuff on there yeah, um interesting yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay cool right. anything else let's call it there we've been on here forever 
Um, and then I have to, yeah. Um, I will get this out later and also look for, I'll put a link for the YouTube thing I did on uh, Dutch finance and um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Cool. Thanks everyone. Yeah. Talk to you later, Patrick. Bye.